This is Faith in Action, the program that looks at how people put their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is a production of Catholic Radio Indy. Now here's today's program. This is Faith in Action on Catholic Radio. I'm Jim Ganley. Our co-host is Bridget Ayer. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. And Bridget, I'm sure there are some people that are thinking, isn't it about time I get an invitation from Catholic Radio to come to their annual dinner? Maybe they don't want me to come this year. Yeah. Well, we do want you to come. Uh, we're just not having a dinner because of the uh, coronavirus situation. So we're going to be planning something very special, and uh, most of it's going to happen on the air here. And I can tell you that it's going to uh, involve a local recipient of our new award, which will be the Catholic Radio Fulton Sheen, Bishop Fulton Sheen, Blessed Bishop Sheen, uh, Evangelizer of the Year, Evangelist of the Year Award. So that is all going to be coming up, but it's going to be a virtual event on the air here, and it'll be coming up a little bit later. We're still working on a date and all the details on that. So uh, as we say, stay tuned, and we'll keep you up to date on all of that. But uh, I guess it is news that we are not having a dinner as such. Uh, we're going to miss it. We're going to miss seeing all of you. But uh, next year, uh, we'll try and nail down a date for next year's dinner and be sure that uh, it happens as soon as you know, as soon as it's possible to happen. But we've got uh, another big event that we're going to talk about in our program today. Yes, we do. Uh, we're going to be talking about a very unique pro-life ministry called Biking for Babies. And joining us by phone is the executive director of the organization, Nikki B. So welcome to Faith in Action, Nikki. Thank you so much for having me. Well, you know, Jim and I, um, we kind of are somewhat plugged into what's happening in the Catholic community. Now, I my understanding is that, that we have featured, featured you here on the station years ago, but the organization's new to me, so I'm really excited to hear all about it. So what exactly is Biking for Babies, and how did it get started? Sure. So Biking for Babies, we are a national nonprofit, and we, we bike across the country for life. So we form young adults and connect them with pregnancy resource centers, and then they bike across the country in a week in July to raise support and awareness for their pregnancy resource center. Now and I'm... we got started. Oh. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We got started um, right in Illinois at the University of Illinois Champaign. Two young adult men were inspired by St. John Paul II. Woe to you if you do not succeed in defending life. And they decided to bike across Illinois that first year raised uh, $14,000 for Living Alternatives Pregnancy Resource Center and thought to themselves, wow, this is a great way for young people to use their talents to get involved and support women and their children. Now, I'm curious, um, Nikki, do you happen to be a cyclist yourself? <laughs> oh, I love but hate this question. I personally am not. So my husband... I got him signed up to bike from New Orleans to Champaign, <laughs> Illinois in year yeah, two. Right, dear. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got him signed up. He was my, you know, boyfriend in college at the time and he rode for seven years and um, I did I went as support crew, which is the support vehicle driver, um, the other opportunity than the cyclist. But I have not gotten a bike yet, but um, I do have this cognitive dissonance being the director of a biking organization <laughs> and not being a rider myself. <laughs> now you mentioned uh before going on the air, that you have four children. Do they all participate in this too, or are you able to uh, leave them at home during the event? 
Yeah, so they don't go with the team. Um, we do when the teams come from Green Bay into Madison. We, I live in Madison, Wisconsin, and our kiddos do get on their bike and, and bike with the missionaries a bit, which is, you know, the highlight of their year for sure. But they do say when they grow up, they want to be biking for babies riders. Oh. <laughs> so then the organization um, kind of came out of that uh, University of Illinois. Is that what you said? Mm, yeah. And how long ago was that again? That was in 2009. So we've been around for 11 years now. That is amazing. Now, um, now, how did you get connected then with this? Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, yeah, I met the, one of the founders, Jimmy Becker, um, at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Like I said, signed my then boyfriend up to ride across the country because it was for babies and, and to support women. And, um, you know, his heart was so moved that I then joined the year later when I was a support crew missionary and... Um, I supported him. I was the the prayer warrior at home with the kids while he went on mission every summer to support Biking for Babies and to support the Women's Care Center up here. And uh, God spoke to us when I was going back to work, going back to my full-time retail human management um, career after baby number three. And God um, spoke to my husband and said, why don't you be the executive director of Biking for Babies? So I am the first full-time and only staff for this organization. And um, we essentially switched roles. Kevin now stays home with the kids while I do a lot of the traveling with the mission. Now, how many missionaries are there, and, and how do you find your missionaries, and, and what exactly do they do? I have so many questions. That's a good question. <laughs> yes, yeah, so missionary, it can be a confusing word. We changed the language from just rider a few years ago because we truly have the two types. You can be a bicycle rider or you can be a support vehicle driver, and both missionary positions are vital to the mission. So, we find our young adults who participate with us at various recruiting events like Speak in Indianapolis just last year. Um, I guess that was two years ago at this point. Yeah, yeah. It seems <laughs> like it was just... 2020 <laughs> has been strange. <laughs> Pre-COVID. I think yeah, that's yeah. Kind of how we refer to things now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we, we find our missionaries by going to different uh, young adult events. I go to college campuses and present to Students for Life groups and other uh, campus ministries to to get people to sign up to partake in this adventure. And and oftentimes it's even uh, friends of missionaries who, you know, Jesus told us to go two by two and and bring someone with you on this mission to spread the gospel. And that's exactly what we do is we invite our friends in. So we have 35 missionaries this year, actually. Now, Nikki, do uh, the missioner, missionaries take a rather long route between several large cities? Do you... Um, pick up riders as you go along. I'm, I'm thinking as you drive through Indianapolis, do you have a ride through Indianapolis? Do you have some people that kind of, you know, pick you up on this side of town and drive with you to the other side and then let you go on by yourself? Or is that not uh, something you do? That is not something we do as much anymore. So the program has really, we call it the National Ride Program. It's really transformed. And it's not actually, the bike ride is what brings visibility to what we do, but it's not all of what we do. Our young adults begin with us in March virtually, and they undergo formation in pro-life teachings and spiritual formation and in, you know, preparation for a grueling physical event, um, in addition to being connected with their pregnancy center. So we, um, we, it's truly this group of young adults that becomes, you know, like a, a family, a small community, and, and they ride together. We do invite people on the last day into St. Louis um, if people are interested in riding with us, but... One thing we can we can talk about at some point is our local rides that we're starting to create, little pop-up local rides around cities 
um, in various times of the year. We actually have one in Wheaton, Illinois this year on July 11th. So, so if you're just joining us right now, we're talking with Nikki Bees. Bees. She is the executive director for the pro-life ministry, Biking for Babies. So there are, I think people don't realize that are not maybe a part of the pro-life movement, how many pregnancy centers there are really around the country that, that need support and that really do support um, women that are in a crisis pregnancy. If, if someone was listening and they didn't know anything about what a, a woman's um, pregnancy center is, can you just kind of give us a brief overview of what one of those organizations does? Absolutely. So there's almost 3,000 in the country. Wow, I didn't know. Yes, it's amazing. And these centers offer free resources and services to women and their families in unplanned and at-risk pregnancies. So um, I know right there in Indianapolis, you have a women's care center, and um, there's that's kind of a chain of pregnancy resource centers. We have even one up here in Madison. There's one in South Bend. And say a woman finds herself unexpectedly pregnant, she can walk into the clinic and receive non-judgmental care, counseling, free pregnancy test, free ultrasound, um, you know, to to the point of free baby supplies, even a maternity home so that, say, she's in college and she doesn't have support and feels as though she needs to choose between her college degree and her baby. Well, this maternity home, this pregnancy center is going to house her through her college degree and even after the time the baby's born so that she can get her degree and find a job and have a stable life for her and her baby so that she, she can choose to have her baby and have her career. Um, So these centers offer alternatives to abortion that support the dignity of the mother and her unborn child. So now, how do missionaries get connected to you? I know you mentioned that you do do some recruiting. You go to SEEK, you go to college campuses. Um, Would you ever just get people that just hear about you and just maybe go to the website and get connected? What's the process? What's the process then? So let's say someone was listening today and they wanted to know about what it takes to be a missionary. Um, give us some insight in that in that area and how they get started and what is expected of them, maybe in time commitment and maybe their just faith life commitment, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I will say we've had three missionaries in the last two years find us by Googling pro-life cycling. So oh. we do find people through that, through our website. And our website, um, bikingforbabies.com, is really an informational place to go. But To be a missionary, you are a young adult, 18 to 39. You sign up. um, Our applications are open between October and March. And you sign up for the National Ride Program. You undergo undergo formation starting in March. And um, it's one to two group phone calls a week. You really build that community with your specific route because we have those four routes. And it's a safe place to go to talk about abortion, to talk about pregnancy centers, to talk about the dignity of life and what we as each individual need to do to get to a place where we have a culture that supports life. And um, so time-wise, what you what you dedicate besides the week-long ride in the summer is that formation up to. If you're a rider, you're obviously spending a lot of time in the saddle mm-hmm. training for this ride. If you're a support crew, you're doing more of that spiritual preparation, praying for your rider, um, learning the safety of the road and how you can support your team while they're on the bike. Um, and then that partnership with the pregnancy center. So multiple calls before the ride to get those stories, to learn their mission, and to really figure out how you can support them. Now, besides riders, I suppose you need uh, donors, you need people to uh, help fund the uh, organization or to fund the event. 
tell people how they can uh, participate from a fundraising view. I know we've got a lot of pro-life listeners, and they say, hey, I want to do that. I, I'm not going to ride a bike, but I'd be happy <laughs> to help them by kicking in some dollars or something. How would they do that? Absolutely. So we say some give by going, like our missionaries, and some go by giving, like our donors, our generous givers, and the mission. So our missionaries, 100% of our public donations go to pregnancy resource centers. I fundraise everything else operationally for my salary and for the organization. So truly, donors, every penny that you give goes to these life-affirming centers. Um, And that is the largest way that you can help us help these centers by going to bikingforbabies.com slash give. Um, every, like I said, every doctor in these centers use them from $25 for a box of diapers to $500 to run an ultrasound machine and show that mom her baby for the first time. Um, besides giving, you can find information online about how you can volunteer with us and how you can even bring biking for babies to your area with these local rides we're trying to include other people. We know that there are people who can't dedicate this time to be a missionary and we want to engage you as well. We want to um, build your understanding of what it takes to bring about a culture of life and to introduce you to your local center. So there are plenty of ways to get involved, and, and we'd love to you know have you follow Biking for Babies and see how you can do that. We need to take a break, and we'll come back. I want to talk a little bit more about the length of the ride, a little bit more when they're riding through Indianapolis, and also talk about some of the local rides. So we'll get to all that, so stay tuned for more Faith in Action. Have you ever thought about joining the Catholic Church? Have you just wanted to explore the Catholic faith? All you need to do is call your local Catholic Church for more information. We are always happy to help you in your journey to discover and learn more about the Catholic faith. We have classes that are almost year-round, and the classes and information sessions do not involve making a commitment, and there is no pressure to join. Please call your local Catholic parish for more information today and start the journey of one day possibly becoming Catholic as well. God bless. Alexa, what's the weather forecast for today? Alexa, what time is the Colts game today? Alexa, remind me to pick up the dry cleaning tomorrow. Has Alexa become a part of your daily routine? Then make sure that routine includes Alexa, play Catholic Radio Indy. Catholic Radio Indy. Quick, easy access to Catholic programming 24-7. Just say, Alexa, play Catholic Radio Indy. Catholic Radio Indy. You can hear the Holy Mass every day at 8 a.m. right here on Catholic Radio Indy. Welcome back to Faith in Action. I'm Bridget Ayer. Jim Ganley and I are in the studio, and we're talking with our guest, Nikki Bees. Um, she is the executive director of the Biking for Babies pro-life organization, and um, we're having a good time here talking about this. You know, one thing we were talking about um, on the break and before we got started here off air was how has the coronavirus um kind of changed how you're operating uh, this this time around. Absolutely. So we normally along our week-long ride, we, we meet with the community every night. We take time to engage in this, you know, culture of life mission with people along the way, and that requires gathering. And so, you know, as we really discern um, how to do the ride and keep everyone safe as much as possible, um, because we've discerned the ride is necessary. We can socially distance on the bike. Yeah. And we can keep our missionaries safe. Um, but we're a lot of those events are going virtual. So, again, following Biking for Babies, um, going to our events page, people from all across the country are going to be able to tune in. And I think that's really a blessing to be able to share the mission with that many more people. 
Um, in some places, we do plan on gathering uh, as much as possible, you know, following CDC recommendations. But, yes, truly the ride will look very different this year. So tell us about the route. And this is coming up here, you know, I guess in uh, July. Give me the dates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> July 12th through the 18th. It's, ooh, yep, very soon. <laughs> it is. It is. And now, now tell us about the route. This is the national ride and then we've got local ones so talk about the national one and how that how all that works absolutely so we formed christ cross across the country so we have four different routes they all start uh, in various locations and we bike into st louis so our starting points are green bay wisconsin columbus ohio tylertown mississippi and holly colorado and again biking in to the heart of america covering the nation in prayer for life and um, in total, 2,700 miles, which is which is pretty crazy. So anywhere from six to 800 miles per route. Six to 800 miles per route. So each team, that's what they're going to ride in mm-hmm. how many and days? Not, <laughs> um, in in six days. Each. So it's about 100 miles <laughs> plus 100 a miles. day. Mm-hmm. That's it's on average 100 miles. 10 to 12 hours on the bike, and it's not a relay. They do every mile, and we really believe, um, you know, in redemptive suffering and that every mile counts for for women and their babies and their families. So um, now people can, now I want to know how people can participate. Now you mentioned there's, you know, and this is kind of exciting. I think I might want to tune in on this. So how do people tune into the virtual, like the night, the evening, the, the sessions, I'm mm-hmm. guessing there as you guys get together? Can anybody do that? Yes, yes, absolutely. So on our Biking for Babies website, we have an events tab, and as we gather the information for each event, we'll, we'll post all of that on there. Uh, it, it, we're making Facebook events, so that's what those links will send you to. Okay. And truly, it's, we're going to put the, we're going on YouTube live, we're going to put the events out there, and you're going to hear our missionaries, our young adults, what in the world are they doing? Why are they biking across the country, sacrificing their time, talent, and treasure, and, and really, you know, just see some joy and see some hope in, in such a difficult time. Well, tell us some, tell us some stories. I know you have a bunch of stories of just really mm-hmm. awesome. Oh, and missionaries. We've got one here locally. Why don't you mention, mention him? Oh yeah. So Robert Newport, um, I'm sure he's very famous in Indianapolis. Um, he is one of our missionaries on the Eastern ride this year. So coming in from Ohio. And then tell yeah, us, so, go ahead. Oh, good. Uh, he'll be we get we ride through Illinois or Indianapolis on Tuesday, July fourteenth. So now, do people cheer? I mean, are, do you have like pockets of people that cheer yeah. the riders on? How does that Absolutely. work? Absolutely, I want to say so. We actually um, we have it's really amazing to see as our following grows. We actually have GPS trackers for each route on the website. So oh. that'll go live, you know, the week of the ride. And people can ping in and say, all right, Robert, where are you on the, in that eastern route? Uh, and where are you coming through? And we actually had people that we didn't know um, at a coffee shop in Illinois, actually, but uh, waiting outside for us. And they tracked us along the way. And they literally stood outside and then invited our riders in for, for ice cream. <laughs> so um, we do actually get random cheerleaders along the way, but a lot of times it's our, our evening hosts who cheer us in. And then, you know, at the end of the ride, we have um, a bigger event that we, we bring people into. So we have a lot of cheerleaders and people praying for us, which is awesome. So do you find that this um, raises awareness in, 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 
areas around the country because I'm sure people that you know they have to stop and get a drink or whatever I know they bring water and supplies and all that and you probably have the van that kind of supports them but I'm sure people see them and say well what are you doing and do they ha- do they wear shirts that say biking for babies or anything like mm-hmm. that talk about that yes yeah, so our riders and support crew this year both have yellow kind of a gold color um, the riders wear jerseys and the support crew wear t-shirts and yes it's blasted with biking for babies and you know our, our logo is a gear with a pregnant woman on the inside and so people have an idea what we're about but they, we get so many questions and that's where the awareness raising comes in you know before the ride our young adults are sharing about their pregnancy center and um, fundraising for them and they're really advocating but a lot of it starts with their family and their friends on the ride it's you know random people at a gas station you know the support person filling up their gas tank and getting questions and that's the time to say yes i am sacrificing this time in order to raise awareness for this cause and then they get to share the beautiful stories with with those people i'm wondering um did you have a conversion experience that kind of catapulted you to want to do more in terms of this issue i mean did you feel like god i know you mentioned god felt like god called you to do this um talk about that a little bit that's a great question. So, yes, on a very personal level, I I am a Catholic convert okay. from no faith background. Wow. So, um, yes, and I, I, you know, the Holy Spirit works in wondrous ways, and I think it's really beautiful that you're asking this question. I graduated from high school. I became Catholic in, as a high school uh, senior, graduated, and then I went to the University of Wisconsin-Madison and dove into my faith, and that's where I met Jimmy Becker, one of the founders of Viking for Babies, and was really introduced to this idea of being pro-life is pro-woman, and it means taking a stand, and it means, um, you know, having your, your words represented by your actions. And so my conviction grew with Viking for Babies, and, and Kevin and I getting introduced to our local pregnancy resource center and the beautiful experiences that they offer uh, women and, and just showing them love and all of their options. So yes, my, my conversion experience is directly tied into my just pro-life beliefs. That's Jim. And I see that a lot in um, just in ministry that people's conversion then catapults them into a specific ministry that, that God called them to Jim, you had a question there. Well, I know that uh, you have some volunteers that probably do the whole route with you uh, as you're biking but as you go through each city, do you need volunteers within that city? Like as you're passing through Indianapolis, is there something that volunteers could do to help you while you're passing through Indy? Yes, definitely. So um, we are hosted by parishes and by families every year. And so if people are interested in being a part of that, that is a huge help in addition to providing you know, water for the riders, a place to go to the restroom along the route, Um, you know, even though we really believe in that random encounter, um, you know, we're we're called to encounter. So that encounter at the gas station, you know, because we're forced to fill up our water, um, it it is nice to know that we have kind of um, guaranteed places along along the route. So, yes, check out the route. And if you are along the route and want to reach out, you want to host us or um, help us in any way, this 
this truly, this mission requires all of us. So I definitely invite you to, to join us in that way. So when you're doing like the YouTube live or maybe even Facebook lives along the route, can people like donate during the actual event that's happening? Like maybe they didn't hear about it. Maybe they're hearing about it for the first time on the show and they're, oh, great, I'm going to I'm going to tune in. Can they in, donate in real time and even after the fact as this is going on? Is that possible? Absolutely. So, yes, our giving season goes through September 30th. And every, um, like I said, every public donation, every dollar is going to go to these pregnancy centers. So you can donate at bikingforbabies.com slash give. There's a variety of options. And we'll even share. We have a text to give option we can share as well. Oh, that's um, nice. So yes, now, now during the live post-ride, you can give. I love the text text to give because that's just so easy. I don't even have to get on my computer. We're, we're you know, we, we, we're so spoiled, you know, we want to have it as easy as possible. So we have just a couple minutes. We have just a couple minutes left. Um, if someone wanted to start a local ride, you mentioned there are local rides. Can, how does the, how do you do that? And, and how far is a local ride? Explain that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so a local ride can be anywhere from five to 25 miles to even if someone was interested in a long distance like our riders do every day 100 miles so um, we as an organization help you know we put our biking for babies name on it we'll give you a kit and you help by um, coordinating with your local pregnancy resource center with your local parish and and getting the interest for that and then um, we have sign ups and truly um, we don't like to we don't charge for a local ride it's not a uh, you know there's no um, fee to join, mm -hmm. but we offer our biking for babies t-shirts so that people can, um, wear those and, and gain more awareness for these pregnancy resource centers. So it's a way to bring your community in and to celebrate life together by hopping on the bike. And if people are interested in that, um, yes, we're really looking for people to bring biking for babies to your area. And that those, uh, rides, the local rides can be done on dates different from when you're doing the national event. Absolutely, any time of year. Mm -hmm. Well, before we before we run out of time, we just have a couple minutes left. I want to get to the celebration of life. That's kind of the conclusion of the national ride. Tell us about that, where it's going to happen, and what actually happens at that. Yes, absolutely. So this is our event. It's, it's the most exciting event um, of the ride because we get to welcome the riders in in their last mile. And these 35 young adults are coming in after a week of just enduring the heat of the summer, the craziness of a ride during, you know, COVID-19, and we get to say, you did it. We bring them in cheering. It's this very high-energy event, uh, but it's free. It's at St. Joseph's in Manchester, Missouri. Again, the information's online, but we would love for the community to rally with us to welcome these young adults and get to hear their testimonies firsthand. Again, why did you do this mission? What did you experience from this ride? Um, Venerable Fulton Sheen once said, you can try to revolutionize the world and crumble underneath it, or you can revolutionize yourself and change the world. And truly, that's what we try to inspire in our missionaries and all those who gather with us. It's going to take all of us to rebuild the culture of life, and we'd love to have you join us. And Nikki, the website one more time? It's bikingforbabies.com. Well, Nikki, Nikki Beast, uh, Executive Director of BikingForBabies.com. Um, I'm really looking forward to tuning in and uh, watching this and maybe even checking you out live when you come here through Indianapolis on, what is it, the awesome. 14th? Mm-hmm, 14th of July. We'd love it. Thanks so much. God bless you. Thank you. God bless. Bye. You have been listening to Faith in Action. 
the program that looks at how people put their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is a presentation of Catholic Radio Indy. You can hear this episode of Faith in Action again or any past episode at catholicradioindy.org. If you have a suggestion for a guest or topic for a future program, please call us at 317-870-8400 or email jim at catholicradioindy.org.